I'm Jalen. And I'm Tommy. And you're listening to Declassified Survival Guide, the podcast where we recap one of your favorite childhood shows and give you tips for surviving adulthood. Today, we're talking about notes and best friends. What's poppin', Tommy? Not much. Or for some, a ton. It's been a hot minute again. We're back. Jalen had big stuff. She's <laughs> a moving girl. I had weddings to go to. A party boy. Party, party boy. Our new podcast, Party Boy and Moving Girl. <laughs> no. no I'm, a, I'm a working girl. You're a party boy. Yeah, yeah, that's, you're right. You're right. <laughs> yeah, I started a new job. I moved to a new state. Yeah. Uh, and, and real quick, I know you're super busy with your job, but if you want to just fill out this yearbook survey for me, I swear it's not about podcasting at all or anything like that. I'm not like looking for a podcast partner. It's just, it's just a casual yearbook survey. Listen, I do not like volleyball if that's on the survey. Phew, me neither. <laughs> I only joined our volleyball team just so I could win a trophy. It's fine. <laughs> We're already a hundred percent match. Look at that. Uh, Oh, good thing. We're back in it, baby. Ned's back in it. Listen, I shared this with Jalen, and I'll share it with you guys. Uh, The guy who plays Ned, Devin, hey, if you're around in L.A., pop on uh, some Tinder and and Bumble and all those because he's he's looking for love or something. But also, I forget the name of the actress who plays Moe's. She got some kind of hot water on on the TikTok. What did she do on the TikTok? She was like making fun of a trend that was created by black creators. That's just like, you know, it's, it's TikTok. People on TikTok having fun. And she she was making fun of it. And people were like, girl, what you doing? You you don't have nothing better to do with your time than make fun of black people. Yikes. Not a, not good, a, look. Not a good look at all. Come on, Lily Shaw. You can do better. Learn, get educated. Right. Right. Hopefully. You know, based on the responses, she, she's going to reevaluate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what did you think of this episode, Jayla? It was good to be back with Ned's. I haven't watched an episode in so long. It yeah. also brought me back to my childhood forgery days. You were a forger? Yeah. Were you Le Forger? I, I was not Le Forge. <laughs> I, I did not forge for other people. Mm. I did not forge for other people. I may have called the office and pretended to be Christine's mother, but I did not forge for anyone. I only forged for myself. Yes. I think I just forged for my mom where it's like, if she didn't want to sign permission slips, she would just be like, do it for me. So I got pretty good at doing my mom's signature on things. See, I started forging in the third grade. And I, you know, barely had learned cursive, so I wasn't a good forger at the time. That's where you honed your craft, you know? Yes, yes. And then I I told them that my mom did not want, she was busy, so she told me to sign it for her. Because they were like, your mom didn't sign this. And I was like, no, 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 she was driving. So she couldn't, she couldn't write it. But then by high school... I just signed all of the things and my, my mom genuinely did not enjoy signing like permission slips and field trip things. So it worked out for both of us. Yeah. That's a good lie though, because it's like, I mean, that is true. Sometimes parents 
are driving and they'll be like, hey, just sign that for me real quick. Right. Like, what was she supposed to do? Sign the, see, and it was, if we didn't turn in our homework, we had a, like a little slip that got sent home that your parents had to sign. They'd be like, I didn't do my homework. It's like, they really want to know that they know what, what bad thing you did. I'm trying to think what the craziest thing my mom has done driving. My mom was a, is a great human being. She definitely read books while driving sometimes. What? She would do her hair sometimes while driving. <laughs> so I think my mom would have signed the permission slip while driving. Like she wouldn't have asked me. She would have been like, I got this. And she just want to pull out pen and start doing it on the, on the steering wheel. See, my mom is, is the opposite. My mom does not like to drive really, really anywhere. Like even if she is going somewhere with someone else who's driving, she likes to ride in the back. She really likes to be chauffeured. Um, once you hit like middle school in my family, my mom's like, mm, I could pick you up or I could drop you off. I'm really not trying to do both. I mean, that's fair. And then when once I taught her about Uber, oh, it was a wrap. My mom it's ordered 83 Ubers before she ever got into one herself. She just used Uber to chauffeur around people that she did not want to pick up or drop off. She's like... Hey, you, I can get my own service that I can still take you where you need to go. I'll put the money up front. It just won't be me. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It didn't matter if it was like two miles. Like I lived less than a mile from my high school and she was like, that Uber's only five bucks. Easy, easy choice. Yeah. I would probably do that too. There is like, obviously you want to help people. You want to drive them places, but like Sometimes I just want to be in my bed cozy. I'll, I'll show the money if I need to get you somewhere, but I don't want to be the person doing it. Oh, absolutely. So Sharif and I, as you know, went to Disney World um, two weekends ago and she was like, oh, since you're driving, do you want to pick me up from the airport? And I was like, no, no, I, I will pay for an Uber for you from the airport. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll say this though, LAX with Ubering at airports is now the worst because in order to stop the traffic inside the airport, you now have to take a shuttle to another place where your Uber will pick you up there. Oh, gross. Yeah, so it's now like, no, I'm sorry, friend, you need to come because I'm not shuttling after getting on a plane, leaving that plane and going over to this other place. See, here's the thing though, I am not a pick you up from the airport friend. I am not a drop you off at the airport friend. I'm a build you a website friend. I'm a redo your resume friend, prep you for an interview friend. But uh, you want me to drive somewhere? Mm -mm. Nope, 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 nope. Yeah, good thing that's on the survey I, I had you fill. Yes, on, on our friendship survey. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I that is true. Like a, a interesting thought we can get into it with like best friends is like there you do have friends for specific things. Like there are friends you know are great at this thing. And then there's other yeah. friends you're like, I'm not even going to ask them because like I just know either A, they're going to say no or B, they're not. They may think they're good at what I'm asking them, but they're not good at what I'm asking right. them to do. Right. Like uh, you have to know the type of friend you are. My friendship does not come with helping you move services it just doesn't it doesn't yeah i'm trying to think what kind of friend i am i'm definitely like build you up friend right like i'm your i'm like a hype friend mm, yes i i'm a good hype friend sharifa has on many occasions <laughs> voice memo me and been like hey uh i need like just a really good pep talk right now 
See, you got the pep talks. I'm over here like sitting here like, I hope your day is like a bonbon with caramel on top <laughs> and a little sea salt. <laughs> the perfect combination. Also, also good. I, what other friends? Oh, you need like an event planner friend? I will plan you an event. Yeah. Uh, editor friend? Like, uh, like writing? You're good at that. I don't. Oh well, I I like verbally edit. I can. I can You're do that. good at like talking off. Yes. Like bouncing like ideas off. Concept development can help you develop concepts. Yes. Yeah. Well, when developing a concept, a good place to put those ideas on is on paper. A, on paper, and let's get into some notes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Ned gets us right. Ned really doesn't take time in this episode. He gives us tips right off the bat. Yeah, we didn't even get a, a warm up. We were like, let's go with the notes. I really think at a certain point, the show was like, oh man, we really, we really screwed ourselves being like, we have to give tips every episode. So they started just putting them in the beginning or the end. <laughs> right, just get them out the way. Yeah, uh, we get the tip, use footnotes. Which like, it seems like the least, can be like in practice, yes. Once you have the post-it notes on your feet seems like it would work but the process of getting them there yeah and then also like your friend's gonna be like craning their neck to like look at it depending right. on their angle depending on where they're sitting right and you have to still get their attention to be like look at my foot yep yep, yep. you had to like unless you come in with that game plan yeah ahead of time yeah it was an interesting idea it's maybe not what i, I think there's a lot of pl places they could have went to with tips for notes and I feel like this one, and then the next one, which is like, not even about notes. It's like, well, if you don't want to do notes and say you just text each other, remember to turn your ringer off. Which important. Yeah. But is that still notes though? Like, like that's just your texting then. It's, it's a note of a kind. Cause yeah. that's really what replaced your, your classic paper note in school is, is the kids that text each other. Did you pass notes in school? Um, I, not really. So one of the things that was popular at my middle school is there were friend groups that had notebooks. And so they would like write each other letters, like <laughs> pass those around, but I was not cool enough to be in a notebook rotation. I did, and I say this now, cause I think the statute of limitations has passed. I did pass notes in high school to LaDonis so that we could cheat on our French test. I mean, I think I think it's passed. I have I have a cheating story as well, but I'll save it for the cheating episode. So we're both we're both people got teachers got to watch out for us. And the thing is, I'm like ninety percent confident that my French teacher knew that it was happening. He just couldn't catch us and prove it. And I think he was too scared to confront us because she was sitting in front of me and I had the answers. So I had to pass a note forward, meaning she had to look back, and it was like a whole chain of like I passed it forward so she could copy down the answers and then she passed it to somebody else who then copied down the answers and then that person put all of the notes in their backpack sounds sounds like just in this episode where they were the teachers were trying to catch the Fords they knew it was happening they just needed the evidence right yeah no I I was not I don't remember ever like a specific memory of passing notes I imagine I must have done it at some point. Like, I feel like I, if I have to guess, I imagine I was at some point, probably in middle school, the whole like passing notes to your crush and being like, do you like me? Oh, I Will do. You 
Will you I go do, do all the dance with me? <laughs> I feel like I definitely did at some point. And, and, you know, maybe I just blocked that memory because they probably said no. And <laughs> they checked the no box and kept going. I feel like the move with that is you go like, you just put two yes marks. You just say yes <laughs> and yes, 100%. <laughs> yes, or maybe. Yeah, never give them a no option. <laughs> yeah, so we get the tips. Uh, and, and we see basically the start of Ned's dilemma this episode is this girl named Bitsy. We've seen her a little bit. I think this is the first time we get her name. Yes. She ends up changing. They end up like kind of rewriting this character. I remember this at some point they rewrite this character and it becomes Missy. And I think believe it's a different actress, but it's like they, they're both two blonde popular girls. I think it's the same. They just rewrote that character. They're like, yeah, we'll just give her some tweaks. Yeah, yeah. And she is kind of a jerk. Like, I did not like her. And I'm kind of, she's a big jerk. Right. Like, you just let all of these people take the fault, like a thousand words on, what was it, cellular division? Yeah. Like, that's not like a small punishment. How many pages of, I was trying to think what a thousand words looks like to me. Um, a thousand words is like four pages, double spaced. Yeah. That's a lot of, that's a, that's a big essay. What she had to write 10,000. She had to write a ton at the end, right? She did, which she deserved. But like for all those people to be like, oh yeah, I'm gonna just take the ball for Bitsy when like, she's not their friend. No. And this is where I say on Susie, because Susie saw it all happening. Right. Cause like basically a situation, Bitsy got Ned to pass notes to Susie and they were passing back and forth. Ned is the one that gets caught and Sweeney gets Ned in trouble and says, hey, do this essay, do the 1,000 words. Well, their problem and how they got caught was they had this like giant piece of paper. Everyone knows you're supposed to fold up the notes really tiny. You got to make it small. You can't just fold it in half and then flash it around all willy nilly like a white flag. You pass it under the desk as well. Like I always, you, you pass it low, Low to the ground. Great. And here he was just all in all in the line of sight. Yeah. Yeah, not great passing skills by Ned. That being said, Bitsy should have never put him in that situation. Also, it should be a conversation of like, hey, will you pass this note for me? Like, I, I guess you can't really have that conversation in class, but uh, I don't know. I feel like she uses a lot of people, it feels like, to pass these notes as we learn later on. Right. Yeah. Which but, sit next to each other <laughs> yeah at the I, i'm also like for me you can't wait i don't know maybe i was too much of a goody goody student i'm like i don't need to talk to you during class I'm, I'm, I'm in class i'm more of the the distracted student where i was like doodling in my notebooks i wasn't like trying to have conversations with people i was just in my own little zone it just seems like a lot of work like yeah. we have passing period we've got lunch yeah and and you, I will say, like, it did seem like Susie felt bad for Ned. Like, she gave... Yeah, she did. It was like, oh, sympathetic face. Yeah, especially, like, later on, like, like and I'll, I guess I'll say now, like, Bitsy really, like, rubs this in Ned's face. Like, she does a prank at lunch where she just, like, hands him a note, and it's like, will you pass this for me? I'm like, you're really rubbing his face in the dirt. Right, after he took the fall for you. if he After he covered for you. Yeah, not great, Bitsy. No. Uh, Mose, we get Mose's plot. She's got some love letters. In calligraphy. 
I thought you would like that. I was like, this is this is Jalen's type of note. If she's gonna get a note, it better be in calligraphy. Well, see, here's my thing. If I got a love note in calligraphy, I would be like, ooh, maybe it's from a girl. And then I would be really disappointed. When it was Loomer. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, I think, you know, disappointment all around. But uh, yeah. But yeah, she gives this note. We don't know who it's from. Uh I, I mean, I think it was pretty obvious when Loomer, Loomer has already shown that he has a crush on her. Like, this has already been established. But I was also so disappointed in her for being like, I think it's from Seth. When we've already seen Seth dog your ass, he's already disrespected you. This is where they kind of, this is the season I feel like they don't want to fully make her that, like, independent woman yet. And they still wanted to be like, I'm into boys. So it's like, they really push this, like, Seth narrative on her uh early on i feel like where it's like i don't care if he's smart i just like seth because he's cute which like his hair is very reminiscent of the time but like looking back on it you're like ooh, that was the hot guy i also love that character had so much fun playing that character of like just like like it just i feel like the te- the the note he got was like act like your mind is getting blown every time you speak like that's <laughs> how he acts it's like what like basketballs <laughs> orange orange yes yeah, at the poet seth it has very much the energy of like all that characters from like their sketches <laughs> if you just like picked one of them up and just put it in this. yeah he just seems so confused all the time like it, it, to a T of that, like it's like he has that personality, and it also seems like they took him out of a show. He doesn't know why he's in Ned's right. the whole time he's there. <laughs> we get Moe's trying to figure out who's giving her these love notes, and then we got Cookie, and Cookie was late to gym class. I did like that they showed that he has continued doing the mop bucket slingshot. Yes, <laughs> and Loomer was playing chicken with him, so that's why he was late because Loomer disrupted his path. And now he needs a note. Or now he's he gotta do a thousand push-ups. Yeah, which, that's a lot, right? Why do they love this number a thousand? I feel like because it sounds like a lot, but like, I don't think anyone could do a thousand push-ups. It's a lot of push-ups. I, so one time my cheer coach got really mad at us uh, because we were talking, first of all, we were having cheer practice in the theater and like stunting on the stage, which I don't know why we were doing that, but we were like cutting up and like not taking practice seriously. And then my cheer coach was like, I've been timing you every second that you have made me wait is one push up. We will now be doing 174 push ups. I mean, that's a strategy, but that's that's tricky. She was tough and pride yeah. herself on being tough. Yeah. But he's a wonderful human. Shout out to Shaki. I love you so much. Thank you for teaching me discipline. But yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. You know, she's tricky like that. <laughs> yes. Wait, no, it wasn't push-ups. It was, uh, it was burpees. We did 174 oh. burpees. That's a lot. See, our punishment was always in sports. Our punishment was cupcakes. We had what to is run. a cupcake? It had another name, but I think because of it, it was called suicides. Ah, okay, and then but, they replaced it with cupcakes. 
Yeah, I don't know their thought on that. I think it because like it stacks. Like, but I don't. I don't really think cupcakes stack. We we could have called this. Like, I'm glad they made the change. You know, yeah, yeah we should. Yeah, yeah, support that. But <laughs> like, it feels like we really went with the first idea from the brainstorm, and I feel like we could have sat with it a little longer. Yeah, because it's not even. And I almost feel like it's like a a trick on the students. Like, oh, I love cupcakes. This isn't fun like a cupcake, though. Yeah, because like, did y'all ever have to do the 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 presidential fitness test? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking pacer run haunts me in my sleep. Wait, what's the pacer run? The the pacer is where um, you have to run from one side to the other. And there's a little beep and you have like the beep tells you when to start your run and you have to beat the beep to the other side. So it's like, and it gets faster and faster. And if you don't beat the beep to the other side, you're eliminated. We didn't have that. Oh yeah. No, that was part of the thing. Uh, So I feel like, you know, it's maybe a little pacer, maybe call it an interval run, which I think is what it was called on the presidential fitness test. They did, they did not hand out awards for suicides, but they were interview yeah. runs. We had, yeah, shuttle runs. Like we had yes, a pickle shuttle run. Egg. There we go. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we did not have the beep thing, but that it would have felt fun, but it would have been miserable to do, I imagine. Oh, it was awful. But my absolute least favorite, which another like inappropriate name, we should work on this. Um, they were called Indian runs. Yeah, we did those. Hated those. Hated those. Yeah, for for the viewers, it's where whoever is at the end has to sprint to the front of the line and lead it. And like you start, you're like very slow running, like it's like a jog, but it still sucked. It was not fun. It was awful. I I will say I was the kid that could not do it. So they just had me run on the side. They're like, all right, Tommy, just do your thing while everyone's doing this Indian run. Oh, they didn't even give me mercy. They were like, no, Jalen, suffer. Oh no. Nope. We yeah. had to do that in like our big thing. Um, so we she made us wear these black bows in our hair, these black ribbons that were just like little like satin ribbon, like you would get from like a, a fabric store. To this day, I don't know why the fucking seniors on the team didn't go to Michael's and get a giant spool of it. Uh, and because the deal was if she saw you, if you came to practice without your black bow. The whole team was running five laps. Yeah, just have extras. Have so many extras. We we did not do that. We did not do that. I don't know why. We're dumb. Dumb. And instead, we're like cutting our ribbons in half if people like left theirs. So then people had these like tiny bows. But anyway, after like a couple weeks of this, she was like, if we are at practice and you take your ponytail out to fix your hair and you put your ribbon on the ground to fix your ponytail. I have now seen you without the bow in your hair run. This, this coach feels like what Dirk would be like. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's very getting that vibe. But hopefully cookie won't have to do the pushups because cookie gets told from Martin yeah. You know, coincidentally, casually, Martin says, Hey, I know a guy. His name is LaForge. And he is the best note forger around. He he will help you. Just bring him 
macaroons. Coconut macaroons. Yeah. Leave, well, you have to leave a note on the bulletin board first. Then he'll get contact you, then bring macaroons to the location. Yeah. Which, when he said to leave a note on the board, I was like, well, what's that note supposed to say? And then I saw it, and I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, I, I think it was more like, hey, he's, but also, Martin, you're right there. Just talk to him. No one's listening to you. Right. Like, you didn't have to do this super secret double agent thing. Yeah, but he was probably having the time of his life. He was. Yeah. If you were a, a secret agent, if you had a, like a double identity at your school, what would it be? I feel like I'd be the guy that would, I'd be, um, do you remember like recess, the guy that had like, uh, I can't remember what his name was, but he had the trench coat and he had like all yes. these. Mm -hmm. I'd be like the guy that could get you stuff. Like it'd be like, oh, you want a juice box? I got you. <laughs> you know? That would be the guy I would be. What would be your thing? Um... Again, we might talk about this when we talk about cheating, but I wrote papers for money. Jalen was hustling. She was doing a business. Listen, I wrote papers. I, 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 I will expose many of my secrets when it is time for that, but the statute of limitations has passed. It's been many years. Yeah. Uh, hey, listen, we support a hustle. It was, it was, uh, I should have charged more, honestly. Yeah. Reflecting and on it. Like you, you I mean, listen, you know my school loved getting some money. So they probably would have <laughs> they probably would have had you writing the papers for them so they could uh charge students. Make it a fundraiser. Yeah, yeah. Right next to donkey basketball and <laughs> selling oranges. <laughs> <laughs> we we get Mo's explain the note. Uh she she's like you said, she's pretty convinced it's Seth. Um it's obvious it's Loomer. She asked Seth, and he's like, no, I didn't write the note because, like, notes aren't my thing. It's too mushy, but I'm a poet. I can tell you any poem, and he starts trying to rhyme things with orange. Does porridge rhyme with orange, right? No, nothing rhymes with orange. It sounds like it should. Porridge. I went to the school and grabbed my orange, and then I put it inside my porridge. <laughs> No. <laughs> um, I don't I don't know if that one works. We'll Maybe workshop. go back to the drawing board. We'll workshop it. We'll workshop it. And and most basically, she's doing detective work. They have to turn projects into history class. She sees that someone's project has calligraphy in it. Dun dun dun. Conveniently, there is another student there who tells her that is Loomer's project. Loomer's project. I don't love this from Moe's. I, you love this note, right? You you were wanted to talk to the person behind this note, and I will say she does give him a chance, but I feel I like she writes she writes Loomer off way too quick. I would never date Loomer. That's kind of the attitude she gives me. Like I guess Loomer has a lot of problematic things, but maybe try to get to know this new Loomer. He's showing you new signs of himself. He's trying to grow, and maybe he needs you to help blossom that that little sensitive loomer side you know look at look at him go oh he's a beautiful flower and we get cookie he's he's meeting the the forge in the band band room how does no one like again how do these students just have access to all these rooms chaos chaos the school runs on chaos they also have just such random rooms you have the detention room that's just for detentions you have this band storage room 
later they literally just have a door that just goes to an empty outdoor room yeah i just i feel like they they just have a lot of un unsupervised space yeah yeah and so he gets his note um but of course as cookie does cookie can't just do something like not make it extra which like he would have been fine if he just not made it extra yeah like this was a specific situation where like you didn't do you it wasn't your fault i mean it was to some degree but it was like all right cool you got this note just let it go he now sees this as an opportunity to now get out of everything and like extreme things like i would have kept that on the low to just like casually get get out of things not to be like ooh, i need to be served lobster at lunch and i need to get a back massage in the middle of class yeah it, it's well i don't even think it was lunch he did it during class like he ate the lobster during everything was during class that's the thing like it's like you were cookie aim low he he always i think cookie is the perfect example of like icarus right like it's like he flies too close to that sun every single time and never learns his lesson right when you you had a good thing going you could have just been casually getting out of stuff in pe for for the rest of the year and if i'm martin cut him off like can you not see that your business is gonna uh be blown up because he's making such a target on this on you right he's drawing so much attention to himself and so much heat i'm also curious like what whose name was he forging like who his parents i guess and like that's the thing too like how good is he that he does he even need to see the like a copy of the signature he just can do it i well okay so here's the thing um not that i condone forging but if you never have your parents sign anything in the first place and you just sign from jump all of the signatures match because they're yours. Yep. The other thing is like a lot of parents, a lot of people, I mean, I'll say I do it. If anyone ever wants to forge me, you kind of just at a certain point, just do the first letter, squiggle, squiggle, squiggle. squiggle. (laughs) (laughs) That's what my mom did. It was just like C, squiggle, 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 E. (laughs) Oh no, my mom has a very specific signature. Her D is like the D um, in Disney. So she does her D very specifically. And her last name has two A's in it, but she does the first A differently than she does the second A. Okay. So you you really have to pay attention to the, the details. Yeah, she was trying to challenge you. I think that was just like her doing, but like it was it was a really, you know, specific detail. I'm gonna like, I'm like grabbing a pen and paper now to see if I still got it. Let's see. The forge is here. Okay, and then Jalen is writing. Mm-hmm. She has her notebook. I have to remember how all of the letters go. There we go. This okay. one's sloppy, but oh, I like that signature. That's it. I don't know if I could still do cursive. I remember during the SAT, they made all the kids write a sentence in cursive, and everyone I remember everyone just like looked up at each other, and we all like in that moment, none of us knew oh, each you other. Have to all... write that like stupid long thing yeah like pledge and then yeah i remember everyone looked at each other and it was like that moment of like we've never met a lot of these were from different schools and in that moment we all felt bonded over the fact that no one knew how to how to write in cursive at that moment see i could write in cursive for that moment it was just like really slow like all the times we were told like oh cursive is so much faster you should write in cursive because it'll be faster. You don't have to pick up your pen. Like it's it's not necessarily faster. That's not 
what you're doing on a regular basis. Yeah, I, I bet Ned did not write his a thousand word page in cursive. No, the fact that though he was writing, like handwriting a thousand words, I was like, oh, are you going to go back and count this? Yeah, well, maybe he didn't sign up for the computer lab, so he couldn't, he couldn't go in. It's true. Yeah, uh, and yeah, we get this like montage, cookies doing his thing, the macaroons. I did like his giant boxes of macaroons. <laughs> he had so many of them. He did, but also I want to be like, LaForge, do you, do you not get macaroons at home? Is this your only source of macaroons? Like yeah, it almost feels like his mom or his parents cut him off. And like, he's like, a, he has an addiction. I think Martin needs to get weaned off these macaroons. Seek help. Yes. Yeah, we get this montage. Ned's still trying to write. Ned's basically just trying to write a paper. Uh, Moses, and this is where I do give her some props. She is... I think open to the idea of him being romantic and she just wants to confirm that it's him. So like, she's looking for evidence to see right. if Loomer wrote this. Come to find out, of course she did. He did. You, he gets the notebook. The paper fits right into the notebook. And now she has a plan to confront him. Which like, girl, you already know this man likes you. Yeah. That's the, and that's where I wonder if it's like episodes out of order. Like the, the right, I wonder if the writing like, got wonky there because yeah like he's he's made it clear he asked you to go on a date already like right you know it, the clues were there most you you should have picked them up all signs pointed in one direction yep uh for ned we get all basically everyone we get lisa coconut head they're like yeah bitsy got us too uh so their new plan is to get back at bitsy but they gotta finish their projects first set her up yep yep i, I will say a setup's great i love a scheme Love a ski. I think if all of those students went to Sweeney and explained that Bitsy is doing this, she would have still got in trouble. Right. I don't know if they needed the whole scheme. Yeah, I, I love a good scheme, like I said, but I, I think this is one of those situations where you have enough people on your side that Sweeney will be like, yeah, she should be checked. At least right. he'll be, even if she he doesn't do anything there, the next time she does it, he will be yeah. more aware to watch for it. Yeah, we see that Moe's goes to talk to Loomer and the like, conversation goes well. He says, like, listen, I'm complex. I have multiple sides. And it's like, yeah. going well until the other bullies show up. Right. And they're like, who writes poetry? Who writes notes? It's so toxic. That, that's the one thing watching this back. Everything with the bullies, it's so toxic of like, you got the one bully who wants to sew. If they all just talk to each other, they're all sensitive. Right. right. And instead, they're like, nah, we need to bully each other into one singular view of masculinity. Yeah, listen, if you have a friend with someone, be truthful with them. Talk to them. Don't hide what makes you happy. Right. You, you deserve that level of honesty and vulnerability in your friendships. Yeah, I didn't love this. Made me kind of sad because it was like he then like pretends to or he, like he eats the note. Yeah, and, he's like I don't pass notes, I eat them. And Moe's has to basically be like, yeah, I was joking. He didn't write the note. She walks off, and he's sad. And you know, I think this was kind of I I think this was Loomer's blunder. We we never you know spoilers. We never do see them. I think get together, and so it. I think this is the spot where he he messed up. You know, yeah. poor Loomer. Poor Loomer. Uh, teachers catch cookie. Obviously. It's so clear that he was up to no good. Like, I just wish cookie would be better at these. If you're going to go on wild schemes, just be better at them. Right. It was just too wild, too much. 
Yeah, I will say he does get to our boy LaForge and, and LaForge leaves. The teachers don't catch him. So yes. I'm glad that he like, he could have just let LaForge get caught, but instead he he helped get him out of there. So Yes, and I did like LaForge leaving the, the coconut macaroons for the teachers. Yeah, what a power move. Like he leaves one macaroon. I think the note said like, enjoy. And it was like, oh, LaForge, you're so cool. <laughs> Rat. It really felt like some like James Bond type. There's yeah. a Luso. He's still out there somewhere. And, and so then, kind of to wrap up the episode, Ned, he leads the class on putting sticky notes on Bitsy so that she obviously is going to get caught. And this is like with Sweeney. Is he like not picking up the clues? Obviously, if she's passing notes, she's not just sticking them on her body, but like he gets <laughs> her in trouble. And I'm like, clearly other people are saying, like, clearly this is a setup. Listen, if it's a setup that works to take her down, we'll accept it. Uh, some of the notes that we had on, on her, I, I, of course, paused as I do and looked at this because I always think it's fun what they think people may not see. Uh, one said, I need Claire Sawyer's advice. <laughs> <laughs> Where is Claire? One said, purple is the best color of all time. Okay. Were they just like sitting around being like, okay, everybody write a note, write something random. Yeah, there was a lot of times up. Uh, notes then there was uh there was two about this person named austin i don't know what austin's doing because one said austin has problems and then the other one said <laughs> austin wears dresses and i'm like all right like if austin wants to wear dresses let him wear hey, dresses like, like i don't I, see that as a problem is there yeah, something wrong with his dress i'm hoping they're not connected i'm hoping it's like like two separate things right and maybe it's, maybe they're positive maybe it's like austin wears dresses like it's like a celebration of austin like, yeah austin um, that's my hope, but yeah. Austin, if you're out there, wear your dress. Like, yeah, you rock it. that dress, honey. We need to normalize clothing is not genderified. Uh, but yeah, that, and then, uh, someone said, let's go to the show Saturday. Ask Casey. <laughs> okay. Sure. Okay. Let's go going to the show. So I thought those are, I, I really had fun looking at these. I was like, man, they really were just like, Hey, have fun. Just write whatever just random, random you stuff. <laughs> I would have wrote one that like help, <laughs> call call my mom help. That would have been mine. <laughs> that could have gotten spooky. Yeah, that's <laughs> passing notes is spooky. <laughs> help me. <laughs> help me. <laughs> it's my favorite thing. If, in, in things where I've been recorded, my favorite thing is to mouth things to the camera. Um, <laughs> Recently, I, I participated in a, a live Survivor game, and I, there's definitely shots of me where like two people are talking in front of me, and I'm like mouthing things to the camera. It's a it's a fun thing to do, and I feel like I would say, "Help me." <laughs> so yeah, that's the episode. Uh, Bitsy now has to write a super large essay. Martin, it's obvious now she he's Laforgius, unless he also likes macaroons, and it's like two separate people, right? Like. I feel like it's it's uh, it feels like we're, it. we're no detectives, but if we were, I think we can shut the case on this one. Yes, case closed. Good job. We did it. Tommy, do you have a tip for notes? <laughs> I do have a tip for notes. My tip for notes is kind of just a general, it's more about getting in trouble and covering for people at your work. Don't take the fall for people. Mm-mm. No matter if they're, if they're your friend, they want, they want to put you in that situation to have you take the fall. So right. if 
Yeah. If your coworker is writing something that maybe they get caught, they write, maybe, maybe people still pass notes. I don't know. I work from home, so I don't have coworkers. My coworker is my cat. So, um, <laughs> I mean, I do have coworkers. We have some don't take the fall for pasta. <laughs> You're right. But you know, I did though, the other day pasta knocked over one of Jason's new coasters, my roommate bought, and I just bought a new one. I didn't make pasta buy it. So oh, fair, fair. Yeah. You know, she doesn't have really an income at all. It's hard out here for a cat. Yeah. But maybe, I'm trying to think, could I make pasta work? Maybe we could take like a bunch of cat posters. We could do a cat calendar. And cat sell calendar. It. Hey, let's get it. Oh, pasta would love doing that. I can already imagine. I've already talked to her. She's she's, on <laughs> she's ready. All right. Because pasta is my best friend. My pet best friend. I was going to say your pest friend. But oh. if you, but <laughs> pasta is not a pest. <laughs> Yeah, that's the only issue with that. Pets does this. Pets does a bit friend. <laughs> We're talking about best friends, guys. It's yes. the best friend episode. We have best friends. I would say we have we have mutual best friends. Mutual best friends. Yes, yes, indeed. We have some separate. Can you have? This is, I guess, the question going into this. How many best friends can you have before it becomes like they're just your friends? Well, I have like best friends in different settings. Yes. Right. So like Christine, I consider her like she was my high school best friend. And then I didn't. Well, no, I did have like I have someone who was like my best friend in college. And then I have like my best friends from grad school. Um, I, I am someone who makes best friends very, very easily. Me too. It's also in my you know, we, we mentioned I played the D&D. Um, it's been noted, and now people have caught on to the fact that my character, Grandel, has many people calling him his best friend. And we're like, a joke is like, what, at one point, all Grandel's best friends are going to get in a room and be like, all right, who's your real best friend? And I don't think Grandel is going to be able to get this. <laughs> I just listen. I think, like, best friend, to me, it doesn't have to be, like, your ride or die. It, it, to Wait. me, it's someone that you, like, in, like... I have acquaintances, I have friends, and then I have best friends. Best friends are people that like I just feel comfortable with. I go to with my issues. Um, and you're right, like it is like I have work best friends. I have high school best friends. Some of them, like I, my high school best friend, is still my best, like one of my best friends now. And so, like even though we're not in high school, that relationship has still withstood uh, the test of time. See, my friendships usually don't withstand the test of time, which makes me sad. But it also means that like in new contexts, I get to meet new people and make new friends though. Now I'm realizing I did not have a Florida best friend. Oh, we should have, oh, if you were still there, we could have held any competition. Ah, dang it. Missed opportunity. We're, but now that I'm in Texas, I can have a competition. Should we have a competition? If you live in Texas and you also listen to this podcast, so it's like double fold, you have to do both things. Um, message us maybe you'll become Jalen's best friend maybe maybe it could be like a competition it could be like reality in front of me I have two <laughs> two friends stand before me both have what the other one needs <laughs> one is the type of friend that always has snacks on them always <laughs> always prepared always there reliable the other one the adventurous friend always ready for a good time always ready to take you out always ready to pump up your night which friend will Jalen choose? I see it now. America's well, next best friend race. Yes. Uh, Ned, Ned has friends, right? Like Ned has best friends. Yeah. 
He doesn't need a competition to decide his best friends. Right, but like, I still, I want someone like an adultier figure to talk to Moe's because it's clear that despite identifying Ned and Cookie as her best friends, she is continually seeking a best friend. Yeah, I'm surprised they're not more. I mean, I get wanting a female best friend, right? Like, I do get that. But it is kind of a slap in the face every time she's like, I'm going to go look for another best friend. Bye, guys. Right. Y'all are great, but I am uh, I am accepting applications for new people. So, yeah, if you know anyone. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's, I do get it because you want your best friend. Listen, best friends, they keep secrets for you. They understand your problems. And uh, sometimes they change they hack the menu and change the lunch. Sometimes. Candy corn is not a vegetable. No, and it's also gross. Uh, yeah, I, I'll eat it if it's there. Would you not even, even eat it? Or... I won't even do that. Like, I'm good. Like, if I had to eat it, I would, but I'm not like, ooh, yeah. If I was in the desert, starving, and all I saw was some candy corn, <laughs> I would let the vultures take me. No, I, I would eat it if I was, like, really, really hungry. But I would not just be like, oh, let me snack on some candy corn. Yeah, it wouldn't be your go-to. Like, you're at the grocery store, and you're not like, oh, man, this candy corn looks pretty good today. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah, so we that's kind of what establishes the episode. Uh, we get the tip, friends look out for each other. Yeah. Yeah. But don't take the fall for someone if they do something wrong. No. We do watch out for each other. Friends uh, hold friends accountable. And this leads right to the first, really the big issue. Mose has her thing, but like Cookie and Ned get into a little falling out because Cookie gets invited to be a killer bee. They're back. <laughs> I'm going to be honest. The killer bees and all of this spelling, like there were a couple moments where I really had to like take a second and be like, okay, what are you trying to say? What are you spelling for me? I'm pretty confident this is the last time we see them. And I'm, it, it was a fun gag for an episode. I, I didn't need them back here. They're, they're a lot they're they're so extra i still don't even know if they're all related are they I, I, <laughs> are the killer bees related yeah Somebody please help us or are they just good friends which is it's great either way i just it's it, it's now they're inviting cookie into it so yeah you know, they're I like just, Ooh, we got jackets you might get a jacket cookie yeah I, they, I do like the jacket. I don't like the short sleeves on the jackets. No, that's a weird look. Yeah, is it like yeah, like short sleeve t shirts, great. Short jackets, not the look. Yeah. Uh, and and we get Mo's hands out yearbook service. Who knew she was part of the yearbook? Oh, oh, I'm getting a report that says she's not. <gasps> it's a scam. Hey, scammer. And this is the thing. Her, her validation for this is like, well, you and Cookie always do these ridiculous <laughs> scams and they always work. Most, where have you been? Right. What, which of these schemes has actually worked? Yeah. I guess they don't get in like extreme trouble, but it never really succeeds. Right. None of the major like wild schemes are like, ooh, yeah, that's a thing we should replicate. Yeah. So now she's handing out surveys. All the girls... Uh, I mean, actually, she hands out to everyone, but she throws, she doesn't really care about the guy applications. Which, there so many opportunities she could have missed. Maybe she could have found out that Cookie and Ned aren't really a perfect fit for her. Maybe. 
especially depending on the criteria that she's using for these friendships. Yep. Yeah. And I will say, like, I don't know, for me, I I think everyone's different, right? And I do like friends that have similar interests to me. But I think if you would 100% uh, commonality, that's yeah, too much. I don't need 100% commonality. Yeah. Like, I think it works when people do other... Because, again, you get into each other's stuff. There's, there's always that whole, like, listen, I'm into this thing. I kind of want it to be my thing. I don't need my friend to also be into this thing. Yeah. It's, it's too much at a certain point. Yep. Yeah, and, and this is where Cookie is trying to get away from Ned a little bit. He falls for the killer bees. He calls Ned out for not, like, I, this is where, like, he basically calls Ned out because Ned's, like, they're using you, and he's, like, you don't think I'm, like, tough enough or, or you know, all this other stuff. You think I'm just smart. And, like, I don't think Ned does, but I can see how Cookie believes that because it does feel like they just use him for his cyborg skills. Right, especially because we saw the killer bees and then they just like disappear. And then all of the sudden they're like, oh no, we want to be friends now, even though the spelling bee is long gone. Yeah, yeah. Like there was, they like Ned was right. They were definitely up to a scheme. Uh, but like, I also, this is the thing about Cookie. Cookie, we've known like Cookie kind of goes to where the power is. He's he's sneaky like that. He's like, flighty. You know, he's flighty. Yeah. yeah, like if any of them, I thought like Mo's. She's she's oak. She's reliable. She's gonna solid. be there. She's solid. Ned is, is loyal. He's like a little puppy. You know, he's there. <laughs> he may make he may make some messes. You gotta clean him up, but he's not gonna like run away on you. Correct. Cookie is like. I'm sitting here. He's like at that lunch table and he's like sitting there and he's like, until I find something better, right. this, this will do. So that's kind of where we're at with them. Ned has decided his strategy is, again, why does everyone care about Seth? Ned pretends to be best friends with Seth now. How is Seth popular? Like he's dumb. He's not that cute. We have not seen him demonstrate any like really strong basketball skills. He just had the basketball. Yeah, that's right. true. The, honestly, the person we saw the best basketball skills was uh, Mr. Monroe with those <laughs> right. sweet, sweet dunks. Why aren't was, we hanging out with him more? Yeah, which was clearly him, obviously. It was definitely not a stunt double. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I feel like Mr. Monroe would be a good best friend. Yeah, he would be fun. I can bet he loves a good brunch. Oh, yeah. He's a big brunch guy. I feel like he'd be a good, like, he'd be like the friend that you go to for the gossip. Yes, he knows all the hot guys. Yeah, and he would love a good mimosa. Yeah, and then we get this thing. It has nothing to do with the episode, but I feel like one of the prop people was like, hey, I created this rig where we can get the food to move off the plate across the table. (laughs) I guess maybe... Yeah, I guess vaguely it was like, well, Cookie changed the menu and like he didn't get time to change this thing. So like they're eating the nasty food. But like I feel like lunch lady makes nice food. Why are we why are we being hey, to lunch? We lady? like her. Yeah. I will say I did look for like strings and stuff. I didn't see any any wires or like like a little fishing line there. She did a good job with it. It yeah. looks like it kind of crawled. And, and this is where we see that Moe's she she's found her best friend. Or so she thinks. Yeah, I, I do like, like, in retrospect, there was things that they did well, like, oh, she, like, pushed Susie's, she didn't even look at Susie's survey. Like, they put that line in there, which, like, obviously, if she would have looked at Susie's survey, 
it would have thrown out for whole the whole stick. Yeah. But yes, Doris from the huge crew, crew. They love using the huge crew in this season one. Like they're almost in there as much as like they're in there more than Loomer, honestly, I think. Yeah, no, they're a staple. They are a staple. Yeah, and, and Doris uh is is Moses' new best friend. And, and Moses like, I have to do it. Like I she scored a hundred. I have to go hang out with her now. I think this whole episode is really Moe's being like, hmm, let me let me give people a shot. Let me go befriend some bullies. Which again, like, like I, I did, you know, like question the whole Loomer thing in retrospect, like she did give him a chance. I think like maybe the, I think he really blew it with the way he responded in front of his friends. Yeah. Cause it's like, you're hiding me in front of your friends now. This doesn't feel right. good, all that. But with the huge crew, she gives us a, a full, full try on this. She sits with them. She like, you know, later on, she lets them dress her up. And, and like, I mean that those conversations, it really seems like they just talk about Ned. That must get so boring. Yeah. I did though. Love the line where they were like, we could rearrange your face. And like we have makeup. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, and she gets a cool jean. I did like the jean jacket. It, it is a fun jean jacket. But do you think I could pull off a jean jacket? You could totally pull off a jean jacket, 100%. What about the full like jean jacket with the jeans on? I'm like strutting down the street. Like, I mean, I John probably T- wouldn't do double denim for you, but you could definitely do a jean jacket. Be like John Travolta and Boogie Nights or whatever. It's, you know, it's just like strutting down the streets. <laughs> I can see it. I support your vision. And so we've seen like Cookie has kind of just been like, he's he's so sucked up into the whole Killer B thing. He now is wearing their colors. And it all kind of culminates, culminates? It all kind of, yeah. <laughs> it all kind of culminates into baby class. We're back with Mr. Monroe and they were supposed How to- How long do they have this baby for? I think the whole semester. It's a very long baby project. Especially if the baby is like a crier. Like, I guess we haven't really seen, but if it's one of those that like cries if you don't do the things, could you imagine doing that for a whole semester? Which work. I never have a child. I would never have a child (laughs) after that. Like, it'd be be such a bad experience. And, And their assignment was literally just, this feels like the easiest class. They just had to wash the baby. Right. And like, what happened to the baby for it to look like this to begin with? No idea. It's in the sand. It's sandy. It also was drawn on it, like, all over. All over. You can't even blame Loomer on this. This was them. Like, how, how does your baby look like this? The baby yeah. looks like it was abducted by, by a five-year-old. Like, Yeah, not great from them. And, and so Mr. Monroe was like, let me go get stuff. We'll clean this up. At this time, Ned and Cookie kind of air their frustrations with each other. And they start a fight. Fight, 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 fight. Did you ever have fights in your school? Yes. We also had a website where you could see the videos from fights, notomasfades.com. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Who set that up? The school? Or was it? <laughs> yes, Tommy. The, the school administrators set up a website where you could watch students fight. <laughs> I mean, honestly, my school might have, they just would have put like a pay lock on it. Like, hey, you got <laughs> five bucks, come watch a fight club in our school. Yeah, we had one, but it was like, 
it was just some kids. It's always turned into like wrestling moves. Like they just tackle each other to the ground. Like I feel like that's what every fight turned into. It was just like tackling it in like small. Oh, oh we we had like full fist to the cups. Yeah, yeah, it was some fights. Yikes. Yeah, they don't really fight. We get the sports casters back. They're fun. I do like them. I again, they, they're another one. I think they're big in this one, and we don't see them much later on. I, I think we get them in a couple more episodes in season one, but I do like them. They have great voices, great sports caster. But I, I hope they really are sports casters because, like, I would, or at least like I could see them on like a wipeout show. You know, like wipeout yeah. commentators. Mm-hmm. I could see them on that, and so they don't really. They just kind of dance around, posing. And giving insults, they were kind of, some of their insults were a little, little mean. This is true, but there's not much it's going on here. They don't, they don't end up fighting because the killer bees come in and take Cookie away. But mm. the killer bees, they do give him a jacket, but the only way he can get it is if he hacks into the computer and changes their math grades. Which, like, how y'all good at spelling and doing so poorly in math? I mean, yeah, do those really, like, like I, I feel like I was good at, like, history, but I wasn't good at, like... Not necessarily to say, like, the subjects have equivalencies, but, like, you're very serious academically in one area, yeah. and then you were just, like, fuck this other one. Yeah, also not to, like, poo-poo on, on spelling, but, like, that's going to be the thing you're super good at like you're gonna you're gonna struggle in life like maybe you should have chose math that would probably lead you farther if you were super academic right. in math. and like there's only what what one spelling be a year so y'all are just and it already happened we saw it happen so it's not like y'all are gearing up for the spelling bee where where is your focus yeah and like is that a future is there like endorsements for spelling is that a thing <laughs> i mean you do get a scholarship if you win the like scripts national spelling bee oh okay so you know maybe that's what they're shooting for but can all of them win it they're all looks no. like different ages though so maybe they can get a different years I don't know. maybe they're a family we still don't know we still don't know we still don't know but you know regardless it doesn't really matter except again i'm pretty sure they're gone after this and uh i do like this moment you know ned comes out and defends cookie against the killer bee doesn't really think this through um they look like they're still gonna beat him up which like are they that threatening? I wasn't like me. No one looks right. that threatening in this situation. Right. Like I'm not afraid of the killer bees. I'm not afraid of Ned. I'm not afraid of cookie. Yeah. And we, they Ned and cookie kind of like forgive each other. Uh, it's a weird, like quick scene. It doesn't really feel necessary where a teacher comes out and it's like, do you have hall passes? And all of them show their hall passes. And it's like, okay. <laughs> As you were. Yeah. I was like, you're not going to break up this fight. You know, I think that was, I guess that was the joke. Like, he just cared about the hall passes. Uh, who knows? Uh, and Moe's, all the, I did like getting Moe's in here because it's like they're talking about best friends and Moe's is just off doing her own thing. I did like that Moe's came and defended their boys, you know? Yes. Uh, her makeup wasn't great. But it was like very in character. Like, when they said that they were going to like give her a makeover, I was like, how are they going to do her makeup? to like feel like the huge crew and i was like oh like that yeah like that yeah so she gives her makeup the huge crew ends up defending them as well they come in scare off the killer bees the killer bees are no more uh what we find out doris from the huge crew she cheated on the test she thought it was a test not a survey and she cheated off Susie crabgrass and Susie comes by 
runs because Moe's looks kind of terrifying. Yes, this is true. So Moe's is kind of left with no girl best friend still. But she she could still have one if she just opened her heart. Yeah, you know, I think we'll get there. Yeah. Her and Susie are definitely, I do like that they had the rivalry for a little bit, but they don't like keep it for the entire series. Like they do get past this because also we don't need like, you know, we don't need this, this caddies. We don't need them fighting after fighting with each other. Like, listen, you're both great women. You will be great together. Exactly. As friends. Uh, And... (laughs) Basically, the episode ends with Cookie joining the huge crew because all you have to do to join the huge crew is want a jacket and uh, talk about Ned. And, and Cookie loves Ned. So, of yep, course, he's going to talk about great it. Great at both of those things. Cookie loves to be the center of attention. So, like, the fact that he has the lowdown, is, it's, I think it's more of, like, he likes people coming to him for, like, the gossip. He loves being able to, like, tell whatever, whatever Ned does. We get another tip at the end. Which is basically like, hey, it's basically summing up what they've already said, which is just, hey, you're going to have ups and downs with your friends, but just talk it out. If you talk it out, you can, you'll be fine. And uh, Seth's going to Ned's party. Are you going to Ned's party that he's definitely throwing? I'm not going to Ned's party. Uh, yeah, I'm a yeah. girl. How late do you think Ned's party? Listen, he seems like, a, like he'd be trying to wrap it up around like 11 o'clock. I was going to him like 10.30. 10.30? You think he's, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I, you know, but yeah, that was like a funny bit to come back. So I took him seriously and thinks now he's throwing a raging party. And that was the episode. Jalen, do you have a tip for me? Yes. So I move a lot, obviously. So I moved from California to Ohio, Ohio to Arizona, Arizona to Florida, and now Florida to Texas. So I've got a couple for tips for making new friends. One, if you're going to have a friend application, try and post it in another like a Facebook group or another social media site where other people are looking for friends. It's like I am in a Dallas friend group where people can post friendship applications to be like, here's my age. Here's what I'm about. If you want to be my friend. My second tip is to use meetup. So there's lots of ways you can meet up with different people and do cool stuff and make friends that way instead of giving them a fake yearbook survey. For friend meetups, like is it different than like a date, right? Like, I feel like to me, if I was meeting friends, I feel like a brewery would be a go-to spot. Well, there's different stuff. So like there's some, right, that are like, oh, we do trivia or we play bingo. And so I like to either do something around, like an activity around an interest as opposed to just like, we are going to go to a place and eat food. Because then yeah. you're like, if the vibe's off, there's not another thing that I can just like do. Whereas like, oh, if the vibe's off with trivia, well, I'll just focus on the trivia. You have something to talk about, even if you don't have things to talk right. about. That's my thing with movies too. It's like movie is never good because like you just, you can't really talk. Right. I, I hate movies for dates. Um, unless you're like already in a relationship yes. and you're like, oh, we both wanted to see this movie. But as like a first date, you want to sit in silence in the dark for an hour and a half yeah if you do a movie i would say like going to get food or or but i also like not restaurant food i would do the like grab and like walk maybe go something like you like you're like out and about doing your thing right i like that tip though i i think meeting up is uh 
doing the, the whole the whole groups i you know it's hard out there also use the online we have the online listen that's how me and Jalen became friends yep the internet it's a crazy thing it exists wow, out there it's real it's happening now uh, your anniversary for shadows was yesterday one year <laughs> that's great that is wild to think about <laughs> it's been a whole year yeah yeah that's wild maybe we'll have a shadows podcast where we'll just replace ourselves with other people <laughs> podcast. I mean, we do have a clear like flip point because there's a, a middle. There's that is true. Uh, Shadows was a game, a mini that Jalen played when we played a game, and she 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 won with our friend Sharifa, mm-hmm. and then she joined Winners of War, and then I was in Winners of War, and then we became friends. Woo-hoo! That's the episode. We'll be back. We promise. Again, time. <laughs> we promise. Uh, again, of course, I didn't look up the episode ahead of time. So listen, it's going to be a wild ride. Jalen's going to be looking it up because that's what friends do. They cover for each other. And Hell yeah. Yeah. And now I'm rambling about how this episode is probably going to be a good episode. I'm going to say without even knowing the episode, it might be my favorite episode. Okay. I want you to guess what, what middle school thing could it possibly be about? I don't know. I feel like we're getting a lot of cafeteria time. Is there going to be like a cafeteria? I guess we kind of got that, right? Didn't we get lunch period? We got the whole like sitting at, no, that was seats. So yeah, I'm going to say it's cafeteria. It's going to be about lunch. Wrong. We got daydreaming and gym. Okay. Gym has been coming for a while. We, we definitely like that. They've been setting up. Would love to see more Dirk, I guess. I don't know. Maybe she'll be more nice this time. And daydreaming. They really go with these like, ambiguous themes in the first season it's like (laughs) best friends teachers daydreaming okay i mean listen we all daydreamed in class sometimes yeah oh wait tommy side character of the week (gasps) oh my gosh see again this is why you have best friends so they can (laughs) cover for you yes all right i i will go first this time i have a side character there's a lot to pick from this week. It could have been anyone. I'm going to go with the guy who is out there just trying to get a little macaroon. I'm going with my boy, Martin, also known as The Foge. Because uh, listen, he was A, yes, he did charge said person, but he did help out his boy Cookie in that first time getting him a signature. He's just trying to make a living. He had a business. He didn't get caught is the other thing. Listen, yep. we see Cookie and Ned get caught so many times. Right. Martin got away scotch-free, and he's still driving and can live to write a note another day. <clears throat> this is true. I said I'm going a little controversial. I am breaking the rules. I'm going outside the box. I do not have a side character of the week. I have an anti-side <sighs> character of the week. I have a, a side nemesis of the week, and that's Bitsy. Yes. She made other people take the blame for her. She was awful. She made terrible decisions and showed no growth as a person. So, Bitsy, you suck. Do you Ask this note to yourself. I wrote that in my notes at one point. I said, Bitsy sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> she does. Yeah, I cannot stand this. I'm okay with you, you know, going against the grain, doing something different with the side character because. She was probably, I think I would probably say so far she is the character, you know, probably passing Dirk. I think Dirk was up there and she's probably one of the the worst, not in like, not worse in the sense of like acting or any of that, but like. Right, like, I mean, I think her acting was great, but as a yeah. 
character. She's a terrible human. Mean girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now that's the episode for us this week. We'll be back, like we said, daydreaming and gyms. We'll have tons of high school stories to tell about that. It's a little hard with notes and best friend. You know, like I had best friend. Yeah, in high school. I don't have good good note stories. I do have gym stories. Yeah. Oh yeah, me too. I was a big gym guy. I was surprisingly to some, I was a gym class hero. <laughs> I was a gym class villain. Oh. oh. <laughs> All right, guys. Hey, tell your friends. Tell them to come listen to us. Give listen us listen to us twice. Listen three times. If you got a best friend, tell them to listen. Give us five stars. Pass them a note. <laughs> listen to Jalen and Tommy, please. Thank you. <laughs> and follow us on the Twitter. We're, we're there. Declassified Survival Guide Podcast. And remember, guys, together we can survive the world. <laughs>